on this episode of Sandlot Sports. We're light on the sports and heavy on the Sandlot as it's a, kind of a slow sports week. We do weigh into the NBA Finals and the Rachel Nichols fiasco, and we touch on what's going on with Major League Baseball and their foreign substance policy. Now, do you guys know what happened around June 16th? Yeah, the goo police. Yep. They got the goo police. You can't put all that sticky stuff on there now. Nobody's getting rotation on the ball. And they're all like, hey, we should have done it in the offseason so I could stop cheating and have time to figure it out. Yeah, and let's not forget that Cole was one of the ones that spoke out against it. He was like, oh, no, no, and this is draconian. No, no, sorry. Oh, if wow. I was a manager, I'd have him check every pitcher, like, under his nuts. Look <laughs> under his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Shout out to Jimmy Bucket. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's done a lot, especially in the bubble. <laughs> and BJ Thomas. Has it been proven that you can fuck the privilege out of somebody? <laughs> well, never mind. No, it usually goes the other way, let's be honest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. It, it really makes that... Um, that moment on the court, I think it was early earlier this year, when someone said, "And you can tell that to that reporter." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes out that he he got in trouble by security for dribbling in his room. Yeah, yeah, dribbling, yeah. dribbling I'm not, ass. I'm not sure he was dribbling a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like he was dribbling. I was dribbling. <laughs> Balls are bouncing somewhere. Rachel Nichols, you fucked up. They opened a can of worms on you, Rachel. Oh man. They're coming for your soul. I, she's married, right? I don't know. I don't remember seeing the wedding wing on her finger the last time I saw the jump. Threesome, okay. marriage, they go hand in hand now. I don't understand this shit anymore. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens when you're super little. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> Papa! <laughs> oh man this is gonna be a good show tonight now it's gonna break news that the other person in the threesome was maria taylor and that'll just be the end of it right there like, oh, now we know now we understand Ooh. why y'all hate each other exactly somebody was exactly. way better than the other one and we're all upset about it well there, there is a rumor that they know who the, who the third person was please let it be maria taylor please. it was not maria taylor who is it I'll, I'll, I'll give you i'll give you one one guess okay malika andrews no oh I was the kidding. way things, the way these kids are nowadays, I'm gonna start guessing it was somebody else on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she took the twin towers, didn't she? The, the, the Eiffel Tower. The, the word around the, the word around the rumor mill is that was Ursania Lisa. Now you couldn't. <laughs> I would have never bet it was one of the European dudes. <laughs> man, I heard they get down in Europe, man, all together. You know? Yeah, I guess yeah, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. What is what is it? Eli Silva is he like Eastern European or something? Yeah, I, I know he's Eastern European, but I don't know uh, exactly what, what nationality. Come over and get the from the box, man. Come on. Hey, Come man, on. Man, man, hold, man. hey, just hold the head. I'll milk the cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying man. to get canceled early. I like it. <laughs> Not even five minutes in, guys. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang, bang. Oh, Look, if you're going to let your shit get out there like this, you, you have to be open to this. Right. Yeah. And I I mean, who broke right. this news and why? Like, Ooh, this is unnecessary. 
Well, <laughs> my guess, if I had to venture guess, it'd probably be the same person that broke the story about Maria Taylor. Somebody has it in for Rachel Nichols at ESPN. Somebody was mad they didn't get an invite to that hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, I'll fix you. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna fix or, you, but now I gotta fix you. Or something. Something yeah. was mad. That Rachel left her their hotel room. Hey, yo, um, Giannis could you could you tonight. could you handle four hours of her talking to you? Mm, mm. Yeah, that explains the threesome. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, and seriously, I think Giannis is playing tonight. I know he was up, upgraded to. I wait, think wait. It was now we want to talk about Giannis after we talk about the fact you can't talk if you can't move your jaw. Bro, we try not to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> the way you don't understand, I've been paying attention to the ways of the world, and the way to get popular is to get canceled first. Well, yeah. Well, you have to be popular to get canceled, and then you get more and- popular after. You've been canceled. Trust we, me, we, up, we haven't done step one yet. I grew up with I grew up with two other brothers in the house. I know how to apologize fakely, <laughs> <laughs> half-assedly. Get a written statement. Yes. Oh, don't do that. Then I don't have to. Don't you have to use my voice? Jeez. <laughs> Write it down. I apologize for my actions, and I will I, not. Do no, it no, 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 no. I apologize <laughs> if I've offended anybody by my actions. Right. <laughs> Not that my actions were offensive. I'm just sorry that you got butt <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like, that's how you do it. Yeah, exactly. That's how you do it. <laughs> well, see, then I've been ahead of the curve. I've been apologizing like that since like 1990. <laughs> look at that. Look at that. BJ's a trendsetter. I, I do, right? <laughs> oh, I got to figure out how to monetize that shit now. <laughs> okay, right. so we, we are a sports podcast, so I think we should talk about stuff that's actually sports related and not sports adjacent um oh wait 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 wait. (laughs) this is sports related we're not going to get away from this you're not just going to back out of this conversation sports related when one of the biggest basketballs and players in the world has a threesome who happens to be black let's we have to get that out that happens to be black has a threesome (laughs) with one of the biggest basketball reporters in the world and the news comes out the day after some borderline racist white privilege shit comes out about her like this is sports news it's not our fault that the sports world is this true and what else are we going to talk about right now we're going to do the we, next hour and a half on the nba playoffs <laughs> oh. I'm, not, I'm not sure espn wants to do like next hour and a half the nba playoffs so they at least want to get away from right. rachel nickel stuff and i've been uefa starved for days now so i don't even, i don't even have backup stories <laughs> dude i was i was um watching my my one-year-old kind of destroy our playroom yesterday and had espn two on the deuce and I thought they took a deuce because it was the American Cornhole League was was on. I'm like, have we sunk this far low in the sports world that we're now broadcasting the American Cornhole League? Oh, if, that is, if that isn't pandering to a certain section of America, I don't know what is. <laughs> hey, remember, you know, th- this was the day after the hot dog eating contest. Um, the same crowd that wears jorts and Crocs. Yes, <laughs> and has big flags on their trucks. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> oh, you said flag. Yeah, I'm not right. trying to get canceled oh, like that. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, my, my selective hearing's kicking in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, oh, like, yeah, it's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> Interchange- interchangeable in some cases. <clears throat> you can't get in trouble if you don't say it guys <laughs> like i told adam like i told adam in the group chat if you beat around the bush enough it'll fall down yeah <laughs> indeed <laughs> so um you guys want to talk about heart knock no 
like that was everything was, that was going the hotel so room. Everything was going so good for the Cowboys until they let that shit happen. And then like it's so Jerry Jones. Like, fuck it, we can handle it. No, you can't. You can't handle anything. The Cowboys are so fucking delicate. Anything could throw them out of the balance. I'm terrified right now. Yeah, but well, I think it's funny. I think you mean Dak having having you know? Yeah, I think Dak can handle it. I think having uh, Zeke on camera smoking weed yeah. during training camps will be not the best yeah. at it. That's <laughs> not even that. Yeah. Not even that. The fact that you're gonna distract him from anything. We don't need that. He's easily yeah. distracted as, as hey, yeah, he has lost weight. Yeah. So, but well, I was gonna ask, do you think this year is put up a sh- or shut up for Zeke? Yes. I thought last year was until Dak went out and he caught a free pass. Yeah, last year he got a free free pass with that. But yeah, if he and doesn't put, that, put up the, the numbers, the fact that I think we had two fifths of our offensive line in some combination or another for most of the year. But that's mm-hmm. the thing. if you remove the excuses to Dorian's question, if you remove the excuses, he has to produce this year or he will no longer be on the Cowboys roster. Because I'm major, fine you with said it, it best, Yeah, you said it best a couple of episodes ago. Pollard's not horrible. He's not horrible. I don't yeah, mind him at solid. all. He, he doesn't finish like Zeke does. But you don't have to finish if you're out ahead of everybody. Yeah. Right. And if honestly, if Zeke doesn't put up a thousand years this year, I don't see him in the Cowboy uniform in 2022. I think thousands a low bar. We're well, not th- paying him for a thousand yards. We're paying him for 14. That's the funny thing is, you know, a thousand bar, you know, a thousand years is kind of the, the benchmark and has been the benchmark for 30 years. But like now with 17 games, you're talking what, 59 yards a game? You have to think about what those guys were getting paid back then. Like there were yeah. more running backs making better money to do a thousand yards. Yeah. Uh-uh. If you're making the money Zeke's making, you have to bring your 1,400 yards right for us to even be like, hey, I don't mind paying you that money. You can you can keep it. And I I don't see him getting 1,400 this year, even with the the extra game. Well, first of all, I question your football analytics. We have a Madden offense. Our offense is like video game <laughs> shit right now. But that's the that's old, kind of our, my point. <laughs> right. Right. So no, that's not your point because no, no, you there will never be eight in the box this year. I fucking dare you to put eight in the box this year. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and don't forget, guys, Blake Jarwin was doing awful good until he got messed up, and then um, dude from Stanford came in, uh, Schultz. B.J., you're making my point for me. Their offense is going to lean heavily on Dak and not on Zeke this year. No, 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 no. If there's not eight in the box, the football play is to run it about fifty percent of the time. I'm telling you, watch. He's going to have a good year. It might be mixed between rushing and receiving, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's more 1,500 yards. Yeah, well, we 1,500, 1,700 total yards. Definitely yards from scrimmage will probably have about 1,800. I don't, I don't think I'll have 1,400 rushing. I mean, I, I could see the, the breakdown being 1,200, 600. I'm just glad these things are recorded. Okay. That's what I'm glad about. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, so what do you think McCarthy's approach is going to be for the offense? Is it like, oh, let, for the uh, offense? Yeah. Let Kellen do it. Don't fuck it up. Which is not McCarthy's style. No, it's going to be tough. He's got input on that offense, but I'll tell you that that offense hasn't been the problem. Dak had been healthy last year. He was on pace to do ridiculous stuff. He probably wouldn't have thrown for 6,000 yards, but he was on pace to do that. Mm-hmm. So I like Kellen Moore. I've, the only reason he is not our head coach is his age and experience level as a coach. That's it. doesn't seem to stop him in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, as our previous conversation stated, I don't think much stops him. Yeah, I, think <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if like sex protects you from COVID, but I don't think they were supposed to be in each other's hotel room. No, I don't, yeah. I don't think you're supposed to be sharing a hotel room. I don't think they're supposed to be yeah. sharing like body parts either. <laughs> I think, I think that's a problem. So yeah, nothing stops them in the NBA. They do the fuck they want. They'll hire kids for coaches. <laughs> just to do it. Right. <laughs> they were saying the, the, um, what's the, the female coach's name, Becky, Becky Hammond, Hammond. Becky Hammond. They were saying that they used her in Portland as a diversion to get Chauncey Billups in there. 
Really? It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Kind of mm. like the kind of like the Rooney Rule stuff in the NFL, where they drag Jim Caldwell in there, have him sit down and interview, and then hire some white dude they're gonna hire the whole time. Wow. You know, and for her sake, I hope she does get a, a head coaching job. I hope it's not in Orlando because I want to see women actually succeed in the NBA. And if she comes here, it's going to uh, set women man. back 50 years. Shit. If she coaches in Orlando, women might lose their right to vote in the next four years. <laughs> yeah. Like she's going to set women back decades. We'll be talking about cooking clean and stuff again. Could you imagine her conversations with the DeVos family <laughs> for losing oh, season? Dear God. <laughs> I don't see I don't see how you could work for that family in her situation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean in, in any position. Like well, I look all. at it, I don't want to lend those people any social credibility. No. So that's mm-hmm. why I'd do it. That's why I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because I don't want to let them be the first to anything. I mean, mm-hmm. you have got Rich DeVos who you know basically made his money by swindling people with an MLM. Oh. You have Betsy DeVos who's just a freaking <laughs> predatory well, lender. It's all Rich's fault. If he had pulled out and never started that company, we would have had to talk to him. <laughs> did both those things and fucked the country. <laughs> got a bunch of housewives believing in uh, what's that new health shit they got in there? The Advocare. Yeah. Shit like that. You supplement yeah. your bills. No, Advocare you it, and it works. You can, and you can you can make as much money as you put in. I, do you guys ever watch uh, Married with Children back when we were growing up? Yeah. Excuse me? I absolutely watch Married with Children. Okay. That's why I was upset when I told you about the cast of um, Revenge of the Nerds the other day. We were talking about how uh, that's basically like a petri dish of 80s and 90s talent that movie was. And mm-hmm. you yes. thought Ted C. McGinley was Dr. Cock. That no, is he's Jefferson. Jefferson. I was, no, but, I was for a second there. I was like, "Whoa!" But yeah, the, the episode I'm referring to is when when Peggy got the the job for the MLM, and Al couldn't figure out how she was making all the commission checks, and he went through, finally went through her customer book, and it was Peggy Bundy, Peggy Bundy, sold to Peggy Bundy, Peggy Bundy, and that's how these MLMs work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, that shit was classic, man. It's one of my favorites. Could never be done now. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. But, no, no. But the thing is, the thing is about it, though. The truth of the whole thing is, the whole show is about Al getting what's due to him. Yeah, yeah. It's basically, it's basically all in the family in the '90s. Like Archie Bunker, Archie Bunker was terrible, yeah. but the whole show was Archie Bunker getting what's coming to him. That's true. You know what That's I mean? Right. Either from Edith or George Jefferson or from yeah. uh, Meathead, somebody. Man, yeah. it's one of yeah. my favorite shows. But but think about this though. Okay, so you, you've got a show in the the late nineties late 80s married children the simpsons okay so now these families have basic jobs the the man sole income works no middle class job whether it's a shoe salesman that's kind of a lower middle class job or nuclear you know nuclear job is able to support a two-story house with three two or three children and no problem right you can't do that today what i like about that and the original roseanne is it's both about the families struggling to deal with that yeah Mm -hmm. like al so sick of peg always spending money on bullshit sit in front of the tv all day and roseanne is constantly scrambling to come up with money for here and there dan's trying to start a business that's why i like those two shows because it was about a nuclear family and how it used to function but it was also about them adapting to the newer time yep and actually that's why the, the last season of roseanne just was horrible when they won the lottery it just got stupid it got stupid and then come out find out she's dreaming and it all was just a dream no 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 that was was, you tried something it didn't work and we got to back out of this and we got screwed that's yeah we got totally screwed yeah horrible ending to a great one of my favorite shows well it's just like the the ending to scrubs when when they tried to do that is they ended the show and then they try to bring in scrubs the new class and it was just horrible yeah well, you're not replacing those guys. They're hilarious. Yeah. 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 All of them. And a little tie in there. Uh, Sarah Chalk was on Roseanne and Scrum. 
Yep, she was That's the second right. Becky. She was the second Becky. Second Becky. First Becky left for school, I think. Uh, that Becky and Mark thing, that was a good storyline. Lasted for years. <clears throat> now, now, funny story is, do you know, um, it wasn't Mark. It was Mark's brother. That Mark's actually, brother, and, David. Yes. Is in the Big Bang he, Theory. He's the, uh, what's his name in Big Bang Theory? Leonard. Is Leonard, isn't it? Yep. Yes, it is. And what else, Adam? He was in something else that was pretty big. A movie. Oh, man, it's going to drive me nuts. Uh, we'll, we'll look it up. I have to. <laughs> but that, that's, I think that's what's really funny is a lot of these shows, they, the, the characters or the cast is so intermixed. Yes. And, and, and if you look back at it, like the, the show Eight Simple Rules to Date My Teenage Daughter, which is a great show. There, there it is. He was rusty in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. That takes top billing over the rest of the shit he did. I'll tell you that right there. That's the greatest movie in the history of all movies. You you have to watch that at Christmas time. Mm. <laughs> Cousin Eddie is one of the greatest characters of my whole entire life. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> oh, when he hands him that Christmas list and says, Clark, I really want you to get something nice for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's classic. Man. Oh, geez. I don't know if... Like, if you don't like, if you can't watch Christmas Vacation all the way through once a year, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you, you don't have a sense of humor. No. Well, that's what I mean. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. There's no, there's no way around that. No way around and, that. And I don't care how old I am. I don't care how many kids I have, how many grandkids I have. Watching the squirrel jump out of the tree will always yep. be funny. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, Chevy Chase might have been one of the greatest physical actors of our time. Yeah. Like he was a very physical, he took, you know, prat falls, spit takes, all that fun stuff. Like he was on top of that, one of the most sarcastic people who walked the face of the earth. It's great. It's a great combination. Yeah. yeah I, but I've, I've heard his sarcasm that just rubs people the wrong way because he doesn't turn it off. <laughs> right. And I like it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I don't know. That shit doesn't bother me. Could you, I mean, imagine the stories he's got though. The cocaine SNL years. Yeah. I'm about to say, he, yeah. um, you'd have to imagine because he can't remember because he was so cocaine yeah he actually told a good story on a watch a clip from the howard stern show that he told a good story about bill murray and how they actually got in a little fisticuffs when they, he went back to snl the host just after he got out because bill took over for him and um i guess john belushi pumped bill murray up and started talking shit to chevy chase <laughs> and he he kind of took it like uh chevy felt like bill thought he couldn't fight or had never been in a fight before and chevy's like i grew up boxing so so they square off and they get ready to fight. And John Belushi, or uh, yeah, John Belushi's like, okay, this is enough. And he goes to break him up. And Chevy hit John in the head, and Bill hit John in the head. So, so John, John started all this stuff, but he paid for it. Now there was a rumor that Bill Murray and Terrell Ramos got into a fight on the set of Groundhog Day. I've never heard that. Yeah, Bill, Bill Murray's another one of those guys. Like he's nice to fans, but I don't know. Like if those sarcastic comedians, sarcastic people. Period. I know this from fact, but like it turns into a pissing contest. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, "Oh, you think you're funny, motherfucker?" Like, <laughs> and and the problem is when they can't turn it off. Yeah, and yeah, and, and when they when they can't turn it off, and it's just it's too much and they don't know it's too much they don't know where that line is you know like zach galifianakis is like that i've heard bill murray is like that chevy chase is like that um it's just it wears on people it wears on people like jim harbaugh wears on people mm. are, are you good bj i mean you're, you're playing playing with your cords over there <laughs> well this chair's old i want to get a new computer chair but i'm just not i'm usually not like that i don't spend a lot of money this shit's squeaking so damn bad i keep silicone spray in my bedroom <laughs> 
I was gonna say so far, man, this this game seems uh, pretty entertaining. What's that? I, I, the uh, Bucks and Suns game seems pretty. The game, the game we're so supposed far. to be covering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna put this to bed right now. Right. If if the Suns win the title, there is not an asterisk next to it because everyone was hurt this year. That shit. Who said that stop. shit? Yeah, who said that? A lot of people have been saying. I know ESPN actually commented on it today. Yeah, because they they quite they said. Well, should there be an asterisk next to it because of all the injuries this year? Like, no, no, it, that's not that's, how this shit works. That's yeah. one of those. That's one of those clickbait things. Asterisks are for shortened seasons, but yeah, that's what yeah. asterisks are for: shortened seasons or didn't play with black people. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were they were saying, well, you know, when they played the Lakers, AD was hurt. When they played the Clippers, Kawhi was hurt. Part so, of the game. Yeah, it's <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, it's part of the game. So, you oh, know, yeah. are we going to put an asterisk next to the next to the Bucks in the Super Bowl so, because the, the so like nobody won a nobody won a Super Bowl ever. That's what you're saying. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> so, so many bigs injured every year in the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. every last year. year. Asterisks for everybody. Just like yeah. participation trophies, you bunch of bitches. Right. Ah, <laughs> I, I hate questions like that. Yeah. Asterisks. And plus, the other thing is too. It's like it's like it's not the Suns' job that the owners and the GMs of the teams didn't build their bench the way they should have. Because the Lakers, yeah. I mean, they could have built their bench to where they could have had or try to get someone who could have, you know, at least helped LeBron out a little bit on the scoring, but they didn't do so. So it's not their fault. Well, and, and yeah. let's look at that, though. I mean, you got the construction of the super teams where you put all your money in two or three players, mm-hmm. and when one right. of them gets hurt, oh, well. Right. Well, they, right. picked up, they picked up Dennis Schroeder. He's full yeah, top scoring. That, yeah, that is true. Yeah. That was a great pickup. If LeBron's a GM, ugh. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he's making all these personnel decisions, geez. Well, I, I, that's always been the knock on him is he's a great player. He's a horrible GM. I know he's never officially had the title, but he's a horrible GM. Yeah, he's never officially had the title to anybody that doesn't pay attention. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, but the thing that the thing that pisses me off is how come like every major news outlet keeps coming up with this story to where. You know, Dame to the Lakers, Dame to the Lakers. And it's like, you really, is, is Portland, like, first off, they don't have any assets that Portland wants. Like, if you, if you break it down, like, so you're telling me that they would trade Dame to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, and, uh, and and their first round se- uh, 22nd pick? No. No. It's got, it's got us talking about it, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's that clickbait thing again. I'm like, my yep. God, dude. Come on. Like, let's be realistic here. They're not going to trade him. In the same division, I'm starting to look at. I'm starting to look at this like differently. Like I'm, I'm really starting to look at headlines and be like, does that make any sense? Right? Would they really do that? Is there right. money in that? And then, and well, probably once or twice a year, it's like, yeah, yeah, they, maybe they would, and, and it might turn out to be true. But most of the time, it's like, no, none of this shit makes sense. They just got us talking about it. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like before, I click on something, I, I want, I go, okay, is is that like even worth my time trying to read? You know, because a lot of it is just bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, rumors tell me, hey, we're hearing this. Like, no, you're not. You're making shit up. Stop it. Yeah. Hey, uh, did you guys see the article about um? It was uh Luca's dad. He was talking about Wendy. <laughs> he made a sarcastic uh, uh remark, but he said uh he called Wendy like the best commentator in the world or something. Hold on, I got I got to look it up. It was hilarious when I read it. But Wendy Williams. Williams? Like, Wendy no, Nicks. No, uh, Windhorse Brian Windhorse. But he called him Wendy. Oh. Oh, why? Because he's a bunch of because, you know windayer. Oh, be- because he's got LeBron down his face, dripping down his chin. <laughs> You're talking, that's the heavy dude that follows LeBron around, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been following him since high school. It's kind of kind of yeah. creepy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I mean, it's a man crush, <laughs> would, man. They got a bromance. We're, we're going to call it what it is. It's creepy for an old man to be falling around a high school kid. I mean, it's nothing <laughs> Matt Gates wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a topical humor. <laughs> Boy or... Boy or girl, because I don't know anybody that's uh, 38 years old that adopts some uh, orphan oh, Latino Nestor? kid. Yeah. I, no. we... <laughs> Nestor the finger warmer. <laughs> I'm not saying allegedly. That dude's a perv. Oh, oh man. Come at me, bro. <laughs> hey, pro- prove me wrong. Yeah, prove me wrong. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Just like, just like you guys are proving it was the FBI and Antifa by voting against. No, 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 no. Not voting against space lasers. No. (laughs) Hear me out. They're talking about it's Antifa and uh, and the FBI until it was time to do the uh, January sixth commission. Then it's like, no, we don't need a commission. It's good because it's going to find out that it's Antifa and FBI anyway. They'll never find out that's tied to us. That somebody disconnected the panic buttons in the in the Capitol. That just happens randomly. I'm sure. And we just happened to be giving tours, even though no tours were allowed the day before. Right. Just randomly. It bugs me because, you know, it's I don't even want to call it partisan. They've turned it into this team sports thing where if you're a Yankees fan, you have you have to hate the Red Sox. And um, it, like it's getting to the point where like, you know how people support their team when they make shitty decisions like Dorian. When um when you tank a whole season and you draft fucking football Jesus and then they, they sign real Jesus like that's <laughs> that. And you blindly supported that until the draft until I think I'm going to take credit for it. I think Adam and I finally cracked you into reality once they signed <laughs> Tebow. And then, and then you, but you're blindly supporting them. That's how it is with these people. Like they try to take over the government, but they still blindly support them. But the Jaguars suck, but you blindly support them. It's the same thing. Lions too, Adam. Oh, sorry. No, no, I'm serious. That's just what it's like. It's like they're blindly supporting people that are fucking terrible. Terrible. And and it's one thing to, to argue policy. It's one thing to go back and forth. I get that. But when we, when both of us are looking at a chair, and I call it a chair, and you call it a pizza, we can't have a conversation. Yeah, yeah and then tell me to prove it wrong. <laughs> I don't have time. I can't. Like, I hate saying I'll have time for this because for some reason, though, like if somebody really wants to learn something, I'll take the time to help them figure it out. I really will. I don't mind. Like, especially if I know it, I like mm-hmm. doing that. I like to make that little part better in somebody's life. But when it's stuff like that, it's just like, just close your eyes and try to cross the street. <laughs> Go play Frogger. If you don't yeah. win, it's okay. No, no, no. Frogger's got his eyes open. I want you to close your fucking eyes. And I want you to walk across the street. Mm-mm. Frogger I mean, has skills and like vision. I want that taken away. I mean, when you're spending our tax dollars to investigate whether an Italian space laser changed votes on a machine, we're done. Like, we're done. And the Italians are about nothing but beautiful cars, fucking, and pasta. <laughs> Maybe that's where Ursula Nila Silver's from. Skipped out on the beautiful girl thing for a night, huh? <laughs> I got these all night. I got them all night. <laughs> she pissed like, me off. Ah. I really like Rachel Nichols and she fucking let me down. Yeah. She could have said, I'm not cool with you cutting my time in for somebody new. Right. Yeah. Perfectly right. fine. No, Perfectly everybody fine. that has a job would understand that. Why are you cutting yeah. my shit back for these people? Right. Everybody that has a job would understand that. We would have all sided with her and been like, yeah, Rachel's been doing this for a long time. And we'd like, huh, no, she went about it the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> totally. 
it's like, but my thing is too, it's like, she didn't, was this secretly recorded? Like, it's like, you can't trust anybody these days. You know, no, it was a hot mic. It was a hot mic. Hot mic. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was on the telephone with LeBron's publicist, right? Or was she on the camera with LeBron's publicist? She she was, she was on camera. She thought it was part of the show. And I think she thought the show had stopped recording. What kind of camera? Hot mic. Only fans? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows now? Who knows now? Who knows now? Everyone's everyone had to learn earn a living somehow. Just just go on to OnlyFans and maybe search little red racist bitch. <laughs> I mean, she'll probably even go into Fox Sports. Oh no, as of right now, she still is the host of, of the jump. Okay. As of right now, she's still the host. And I think that's what tells me that ESPN's kind of okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but the jump relies on two players sitting next to her most of the time. <laughs> what what two are you gonna get? From what I've seen, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Stephen Jackson and Mike Barnes because uh, well, they, tur- hey. they, they turtled up. Uh, Stephen Jackson came out and said something, and then retracted that shit real quick. Yeah, when he's like, "Shit, yeah, well, save as know, much hey. money as I thought when I played." Richard Jefferson seems, seems nice and cozy next door. So that is true. Now I'm thinking. Now it's like, is is it just Jimmy Butler? Is is that list long longer? <laughs> it, it makes you wonder. Just. just is this the the only instance, or is this the tip of the iceberg? Right. And this, you know, in, in the this... bubble, there's only so many options. Things make you go. God, man. Like, <laughs> anybody heard the shit going on in my head that we lost some song in place? That's going to be interesting. I just, it's just a very frustrating situation. Yes. And and BJ, I'm with you. I like Rachel Nichols. I, I think I she's do. a fantastic reporter. She knows her stuff. She know she knows how to host a show. Yeah. She just went about that moment the wrong way. Now, what happened in the hotel room? That's whatever. Yeah, I don't I don't care about that. That was only made. That was only put into play by what happened the day before. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would have never been like, hey, you had a threesome with Jimmy Butler. Like, good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> did you get a Did you get a gift bag like Gary Jeter hangs up? Because if you didn't, <laughs> you got robbed. <laughs> but nobody would have talked about that it'd have been fun to talk about for a day yeah. Damn. good job jimmy high five <laughs> but um hey all i know is J- jimmy stats in the bubble were better than in the regular season for, yeah. for what it's worth empty balls empty mind exactly. clear clear <laughs> clear thought process focus so on one thing focus on one thing now <laughs> sandwich i mean football basketball whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh man so do, do you guys actually want to talk about sports today because i know we're technically a sports podcast what sports <laughs> we're in trouble we are in trouble not one of us watches baseball i'm so trying I, I, to I, watch I, soccer I, 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 I have a baseball question i actually have a baseball question i can't answer can you answer dorian this is a conversation uh, you're about to have with yourself probably uh, I talk to myself. Hey, dude, dude i'm married i talk to myself all the time <laughs> So uh, there, there was a pitcher in New York, Garrett Garrett Cole. Okay, they mm-hmm. signed him for like hundred and twenty million dollars a couple of years ago. Okay. He he was having a great start of the season. His mm-hmm. ERA was like two point one. Um, he was having quality start at the quality start. I think his record was seven and three. And then come June sixteenth, he started to just fade away. His ERA since June sixteenth is ten something. Um, I think he struck out like maybe his whip is somewhere in the range like one point two, which is his walks and hits per inning. Now, do you guys know what happened around June sixteenth? Yeah, the goo police. Yep, they got the goo police. You can't put all that sticky stuff on there now. Nobody's getting rotation on the ball. 
And they're all like, oh, we should have done it in the offseason so I could stop cheating and have time to figure it out. Yeah, and let's not forget that Cole was one of the ones that spoke out against it. He was like, oh, no, no, and this is draconian. No, no, sorry. Oh, if wow. I was a manager, I'd have him check every pitcher, like, under his nuts. Look <laughs> under his nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. making it uncomfortable. That's crazy. On the flip side, but I mean – I know we talk about cheating and shit, but it's like, but is that making the game more boring now? Because it's like stuff you no. not seeing anymore. No, um, there were a lot of well, I don't know, man. There's a lot of guys that caught with stuff in their glove and in their hat and stuff. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, the, the game of baseball was it's been a thing really pitcher heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've seen breaking balls that you're just like, how is that physically possible? Like, yeah, what, yeah, what law allows that to happen? There, there were breaking pitches this year that looked like wiffle balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it, and the fact that that they're going to set a record for the number of no hitters in a season just really should tell you. And like, we're not even at the All Star break. Yeah. I mean, the, it was it was really pitcher heavy. Now, granted, it's not all the pitchers. You know, it's the game has changed, and and the fact that kind of manufacturing runs just does isn't a thing anymore. It's all get on base, hit a home run, get on base, hit a home run, mm-hmm. and you know, it's so. What? Why do we change to that after you take the steroids out? I don't know. You messed that up, guys. Let yeah. the steroids happen. Take the tar off. And let's watch these balls fly out of the park. I'll start watching baseball. Hey, I, I, I just take the Futurama suggestion. Just mandatory steroid injections. You sign a contract, <laughs> here's a steroid. <laughs> right in the fucking neck. <laughs> On TV before the game. Be like, pop. There you go, son. Oh. Do you, hey, you know. You know, my wife asked me one time. She was like, well, what's the, what's the big deal about steroids? And you know, it was like, well, because not everyone takes them. It's unfair if one person takes them and the other one doesn't. You don't know who takes them and who doesn't. I mean, or if everyone's taking them and you got pitchers throwing 120 miles an hour because all jacked up on whatever, and they're hitting, you know, the exit velocity is 140 miles an hour. Who cares? It's fun. The, the fans enjoy it. If the conversations I've had with the people that use steroids are, are, are correct, the steroids allow you just to work out more. Yeah, it it allows your muscles to recover faster and lactic acid to not come back so fast, and you can just work out more frequently so the thing is with steroids if you don't work out you just turn into a block yeah i i heard it best with with barry bonds in the clear and whatever he was taking you know they don't make a steroid for the eye you know when when he was coming up and we all know he was on steroids you know he he was on something but his command of the batter's box was was insane I mean, he may have been able to hit it an extra 100, 100 feet out, but the fact that, you know, he could see it to hit it an extra 100 feet out was, was the difference. Right. But how many of your doubles or triples turned into home runs? Oh, that, this is true. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, you're yeah. a great hitter. So is Ted Williams. So? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, we're not talking about you being a great hitter. That's just deflecting. That's all right. He's like, oh, let's well, talk about something else. I can well, see and, it good. And uh, let's let's take that comparison, though. So you get Ted Williams, who was one of the best hitters of all time. Okay. Now, if you put him against the pitchers of today, would he have hit more home runs? Because the ball's coming at him faster. So when he hits it, it's going to leave faster and it's going to go further. I don't know. I hope he swings faster than he does in those black and white videos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, unlike some people in those black and white videos, he did play against black people. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> So, and you're right, BJ, that deserves an asterisk. Yeah, I hate that shit. He's a home run leader. Well, he didn't have to hit, he didn't have to hit off of Bob Gibson. So, yeah, yeah he, he, he didn't have Satchel Page. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, Bob Gibson did. Yes, Satchel Page does. But Bob Gibson played for the, Bob Gibson pitched later. Yeah, Bob, Bob Gibson, I believe he pitched for the Cardinals. Yes, he did. How about yeah, this uh, Shoei Otani? This guy's making a mockery of American baseball. Yes. 
I will go to the all-star game as a pitcher and I will go to the all-star game as a hitter. And I will rule all of you. You rule all, all of you. 30 home yeah. runs at the break. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I think- did um, read something and it's just like a lot of the Japanese players, they do feel as if that they're better than American players because a lot of their pitchers can also hit. We like, are it's all, not just we're all style and no substance in every sport now. Yes. We are all in every sport. Uh, well, isn't that just the American way? Not yeah. just sports. But the yeah. American way, just in general, all flash, just completely empty, all gas, no brakes. Yeah, all those analogies. That's exactly why. And these guys, you got these guys that are actually working on their game, like the Slovenian and Croatian basketball players that just work on their game. Like Luca came over here and had the balls to come out and say, "It's easier for me to score into the NBA." And then nothing changed after that. Yeah, not one fucking thing. He might have gotten better. So, like. Would that have happened with Mike on the court? No. Like Mike no. and Scotty would have Tony Kukos said. Yeah. You ain't touching shit. Right. <clears throat> so either we have two problems here. There's nothing they can do about it, which is true. Or they don't know what to do about it, which is true. Which is also true. Yep. Or, they can't, NBA, or the NBA have just has gotten soft. Also, they they can't do anything about it. Yeah. They they don't have the heart that Mike and Scotty did to be like, we'll lose right. this game, but he ain't scoring shit. Right. Exactly. I mean, go go. Back, watch the the old school games from the eighties and nineties, and just look how much more physical that those games are compared to today. If you hit like three or four shots in a row, it got personal. It's like this, he's not yeah. doing this to me. Right. Somebody would come and take a foul. They'd be like, "Slap!" There, there we go. Yeah. Slow this down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 Mike Mike is the best player of all time. Yeah. When he played the Pistons, he would get going, and Lambeer would hip check his ass into the stands. Not uh, only the Pistons, but the the, the Celtics, Celtics. Did too. The yeah. Celtics, the the Sixers, they the Celtics, laid ass. The Celtics did it within the like rules of basketball, right? Like, the the thing with the Pistons is they were getting away with non basketball plays disguised as basketball plays. Right, and that's what was up with the Pistons. Oh, you wait, wait, wait! Like, it's illegal to put somebody in a in a bulldog headlock. What? <laughs> One of my favorite things is where he takes Bird Ooh. down from the back and Bird just punches him in the face on the ground. Like you know, oh, yeah. he's just like. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so you think about that, and then now it's like it's like now today's game. It's like 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 for example, uh, who was it? It was the two players that that got to a little quarrel. I can't think of. But anyway, it's like in today's game, you don't have that that enforcer anymore. That person that's gonna be like, hey, Oakley right. Mason, yeah, right? The, the guy to come in there and be like, you're following people today. Well, come here. Okay, right. <laughs> follow me. Right. How dare you? Well, and and I, I saw Chuck talking about it today too. Is the players today, they don't go down low. Like no, they're, they're, no. they're either shooters or they're slashers. There's no one that's going to bang and, and punish somebody down down low. And, you know, and you've got seven-foot centers that think they're six-foot wings. It's like, no, that's <laughs> not your game. Stop shooting the ball, Giannis. I was having a conversation <laughs> with uh, CJ. You guys might know CJ. Mm-hmm. You'd probably know if you saw him, Adam. But um, I was having a conversation with him, and he was talking about Giannis. And he was like, if they just put Giannis in the post, I was like, Giannis has got to want to go to the post. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Like, and Giannis has done most of his damage in this league, taking the ball up top and driving by people his size. Right. Well, and that's why the wall mentality works. If you build a wall, he can't get through it. Now you're right. If he goes down the post and has a post game and improves his game, he'd be yeah. unstoppable. But I, I can't think of a player that has come in other than maybe Jimmy, um, and for other reasons, but has actually improved his game. In the NBA. Well, we know why Jimmy improved his game. He made a huge leap last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Multiple upgrades. 
of Brokerage. <laughs> he plugged into the basketball database and downloaded information. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, other, other than Jimmy, I cannot think of anybody who came in in the past 15 years and got significantly better. And that, that that's the leap that Ben Simmons needs to, needs to take. That's the leap that Giannis needs to take. <laughs> ben Simmons. Jeez. <laughs> so question for you guys, right? So how do you, what do you think will happen if let's say if Ben Simmons was able to go to the Warriors and play center? <laughs> BJ, I don't know if your face will suck like that or if the, the video feed is broken. That's the, face <laughs> I, that's, that's the face I make when I see Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> because but, you, you got a you got a point though. It's like, what is the difference between Ben Simmons and Draymond Green, other than five inches? His brain structure, the way he's he's, he's a guard. He's always been a guard. Like you want to, I think it's easier to change your jump shot than it is to change your whole mindset and become a post player. But we just talked about how centers aren't post players anymore. It's still more of a post player. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like putting Ben on the court. It's like. And he can't shoot like he's good for maybe like three quarters, fourth quarter. You can't play him. He's Giannis I mean, with no attack. Yeah. Well, and, and that 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 was Ben's problem in the in the uh, series with Atlanta. It was he didn't want to shoot. He was physically mm-hmm. scared to shoot. Trey Burke was the problem in that series. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was Philadelphia's biggest problem. Ben Simmons shooting was secondary to Garden Trey Burke or Trey not Young. Trey Burke. Trey Trey Young. But, See, I gave I, I gave your Michigan guys hope there. Yeah, I was like, like wait, Trey, wait, 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 like Trey Burke Trey, was playing. What Trey, <laughs> Trey Burke was good for it? No. <laughs> Last I heard, he was on the bench in Utah. I'm sure he's gone somewhere else. I liked um, him in college. Yeah, I did yeah. like him in college. He was a baller. Well, and that's the problem with a lot of the Michigan players now recently is they're really good in college because they're part of that team and there's not so good in the in the pros. Um, I know that the one player that was actually going to go pro this year, Hunter Dickinson, said, "Now I'm backing out." So he, he announced it today, and good for him he needs some more seasoning he that that stake needs needs to needs to sizzle a little bit more but i mean look, look at all the good players that michigan has had mo wagner it's kind of he's, i think he's backing up somewhere trey burke he's been floating around i know uh mohammed Rockmar, he's i don't think think he was even drafted and, and these are players that were on championship game teams mm-hmm. and they're just they don't cut in the nba and, and that's kind of the point mm. You don't cut it. And it, it makes me wonder, is it the player? Is it the coach where they go? You know, I know we've, we've talked about this before. Is it, you know, is it just a GM picking a player because, okay, he's got talent, not figuring out how well he fit into my system? Mm. I don't know. Y'all got problems calling timeouts up there. Is that part of it? No, we, we just forget how to count. That's all. <laughs> um. To switch gears for a moment, right? So there was a debate that I was uh, a part of while I was monitoring. And they were talking about, you know, now college players can, to a certain degree, get paid for their likeness, right? Okay. So hold that hold that thought for, right. for one mm-hmm. second. So they they announced that they can get paid. And then the next day, they're all signing these contracts like they negotiated at midnight. Yeah, no, that this was all being done. It was just like, oh, yeah, BJ was right. It's like, you know, it's legal to drink at 21, even though you've been drinking at 15. Anyways, <laughs> right. go ahead. <laughs> but what I was saying was, okay, so let's say you have a female athlete, right? And let's say she's like, hey, I want to get paid for my likeness. And let's say, for instance, she decides to, hey, you know what? I want to do an OnlyFans because uh, because right now I'm on the softball team or I'm on the volleyball team. I have a nice body. I want to put content out so I can make money off of it. Should there be some type of stipulation on on, on how you get paid off of your likeness? Yes. No. No. Follow me here. Follow me here. Follow me. Her titties. No. No. That, that's right. Yes, they are her titties. It, 
but that is not her icon. Okay. So if, if she's a, a softball player, let's say she's mm-hmm. gorgeous. Okay. Mm-hmm. She wants to do OnlyFans. That's great. She wants to put her name out there. That's great. I'm completely fine with that. But however, the second that she has a UConn icon behind her or a UCLA basketball, that's when the schools will have a problem. Okay. Because Honestly, you, I bet you they're you're selling the school too. I no. bet you they're going to have a problem before that or try to. They're, they're going to try to, but they, they won't. That they won't be able to win that. But they can definitely win of Jenny Finch. Now she's not going to be doing OnlyFans, but if Jenny Finch wanted wanted to do it and then put a USA softball Boy, emblem behind Je- her, if Jenny Finch joined OnlyFans, I'd have to start an OnlyFans account. <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to sign up. <laughs> but but what they would do is so let's say for instance they was Jenny Finch and let's say it was just the red, white, and blue color, not anything that says USA or anything. Or let's say it's a female athlete. And it's the colors of the school, but it doesn't say like the logos or the name of the school. Uh, the school's not going to win that one. If it was just red, white, and blue, I would have a lawyer so fast. Like, look, I'm an American. I can be patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, for for example, if one of the the female women's basketball players from Michigan wanted to do an OnlyFans account, okay. Again, her it's her name, it's her image, it's her likeness. That's fine. If she had a maize and blue background. You know, like like I do, but I just kind of turn the football so you can't see it. It says Michigan. There's nothing University of Michigan can actually say. Now, that doesn't mean they can't do something from her academically. And and that's kind of how they would they would get around that. I just where's your Ohio State football? I couldn't find it. I, I was setting up today and my uh, I was looking around and I couldn't find it. So it was just kind of missing. Well then where's the Ohio State thing that was on the wall right behind you? The letter right here? Yeah. The thing that's been gone for like two months because my son pulled it down and we've, we've lost some of the letters from the letter board. I owe your son. I owe your son a lunch somewhere. <laughs> Adam was like, "That one, son. Yeah, that one. That one. That one. That one. I got some chicken nuggies for it." Well, see, and and, and you guys can see they still have the O up there. Oh. Oh. No lunch. <laughs> but he can't he can't reach that one that's the line. it's a waiting game yeah that's all it is you know although my one-year-old gonna try to climb the wall so he might be able to reach it soon he can get chicken nuggies too if he breaks the last one <laughs> i don't i always i tease you about michigan i literally have nothing against michigan other than they stole mike hart out of syracuse's backyard that's it it's the only thing i really have against michigan no i, I heavily dislike yeah. ohio state Oh, yes. I don't think well, I like the state of Ohio. I've only been near it, not even in it. It smelled funny when I got near it. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And it is nasty. Like we I went bet up you to, more. Oh, good. Good. We went up to downtown Columbus, uh, one of the times I visited her, visited my wife's family, and it is nasty. And well, what do you expect when you ship all the jobs to China and India? This is true. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Go, go to work at McDonald's and make their 850 and come home and live <clears> the same life? Yeah. Yeah. We, we went to the science center and my wife literally said, don't cross the street. Like, damn. Damn. Yeah. That made me want to cross the street. What's over there? (laughs) (laughs) But look, a couple of crackheads, some meth addicts. It's like, it's like back home. Tell you what, get that crackhead a sandwich. You'll get a story out of it. Thanks. Yeah, Dor- Dorian's <laughs> laughing. He knows I'm exactly right too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever story you want, man. True or not, who knows? <laughs> Shit, you just let him go. You didn't got to ask. <laughs> man, if you want a homeless guy or a crackhead to give you great stories, the downtown Orlando Seven Eleven is like 
If yeah. so much you do reality shows here. You could also <laughs> get shot there. <laughs> you're talking you're about, are you talking about are you talking about down like by Orange Ave and all that colonial? I'm talking about the one right on the corner of Colonial. It's two of them. Oh, that, that's, oh. oh. You're talking oh. about the one on fifty on fifty and, and orange, right? They're right by our yeah, fifty orange, right. He he said corner of colonial. That's never a good thing. No, that's a like corner of OBT. <laughs> all those all those corners down there are a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Shit, after eleven things. o'clock, you better have your windows up. You pull up to the intersection there. Oh yeah. You looking for oh, yeah. a good time? Did Not you say herpes? You. No, I don't want herpes. <laughs> yeah. Or 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 they'll say you got fifteen dollars? No. You sure you don't? Okay, eleven dollars? No. <laughs> this is not a negotiation. He's, they're sitting there chipping off the rock as you're talking about it. Like seven dollars? <laughs> Look, man, give me a nickel. <laughs> oh, well. Give me a nickel. I'll get you, uh, do the Deshaun Watson to you. Oh. <laughs> oh man, have you guys ever been to a uh, a um, masseuse parlor? I've been to Massage no, Envy. That's a legitimate one. Are you oh. talking about a different one, like the lotus we're flower talking, down in my? We're talking about the one that Dorian. Was <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. All I got. Okay, back before I was married. Just in case you sure. Here we so, go. I'm just saying. You know, I was curious, so I said, you know, one of my homies like, yo, man, it's this one on a corner, of this street and that street. And I was gonna say it. I was like, man, you need to go there, man. They take care of you. Like, Orange right. Colonial. <laughs> Told you those uh, corners are sketchy. Go no. rub and tug. <laughs> Actually, it was in Seminole County, but I won't say where it is. But I is that way you live down here now? <laughs> that, that's that sounds like a whole lot of Kissimmee. <laughs> well, that's Osceola, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but he, I mean, I mean, I chickened out, but I, I at least went there to see, you know, what, what tells it was his about. wife anyway. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's going to take some creative license from this point on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you are witnessing survival. At his finest. You need to know by now to, to stop <laughs> talking. You're the one that volunteers all of this information. Man, yeah, I look. know. We didn't. We didn't know you knew all the names of the porn stars. You knew that, and you let no, up. No, no, no. All I, I mean, come on, like, you know what I'm saying? You a single guy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, you called you called the name out quick. We were talking about chat. Dude, I, I know too. I know Stormy Daniels for one other reason. So, <laughs> so you tell me you guys want to know porn stars, God, bro? What is, her, what is her life like that she had to do that? And what is her, how bad is her life that when she pulled the pants down, she stayed? Well, $150,000 can make people do a whole lot of different things. So I ain't some change, bro. Look, bro. <laughs> I was about to say something. It was gonna be a goddamn lie. So I'm just saying. <laughs> you give me one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Uh, yeah, the, the standards. The standards are gonna take a hit. That's for sure. <laughs> Shit. I, I get it, Stormy. I get it. <laughs> she, she wants to go by Stephanie now. She wants Stephanie, to go legit. Stephanie's nuts in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> this is what happens when we start the show off bad like we just kind of keep going <laughs> who says it's bad have we said any lies no <laughs> yep there you go i mean uh, the well, honest okay. podcast kinda. exactly so, so jordan dorian so dorian starts talking about massage parlors. i think it's a little sketchy look man all i, I said was it. i well, wish it starts flying all i said was i went there i got scared 
you know. You get scared, you get performance yeah. performance anxiety. I was kind of uh, curious I mean, if it was like an angry hand job. I was like, <laughs> oh, you're my fifth one today. <laughs> I told you, man, I, I didn't go through with it, man, because I got just scared. I thought of trying to figure out, I mean, do they like skin it or <laughs> gloves on? I mean, yeah, like what goes on here? Oh, uh, I mean, again, do they have, have stuff to, to adjust? Do they have do they have stuff to adjust traction or but what I was told, I was told he's trying to he's thing. dodging every one of Dude, our I'm, questions. I'm telling you, like, I didn't I, do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you did or didn't. I'm just saying <laughs> you got close enough to maybe have a question. All right, answer a what? question or so. Okay, so they didn't try homie, to reach around the backside, did they? No, 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 no. They did not. They do all that. So my homie told me. He said, "When you go in there, the he said, what you do is he said that um, he said that you ask. Okay, so so they have different like specials, right? So so different you, so tiers for this with like yeah, di- different like, options, different and... right? A different package. <laughs> packages. I need a list. So <laughs> I got I gotta know. I gotta know. How do they break this down? I don't. I don't it's like a menu. This. Yeah. So so the package was that I can remember. It was like twenty two. It was, it was like twenty two dollars or something. Twenty two ninety nine something. So we. Oh go yeah, in there, they're, they're gonna tear your dick clean off for twenty two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you go in there, you know, you like the code is like you go in and you have a towel, but if you like take the towel off and you turn over on your stomach, that lets them know, okay, happy ending time, and then they'll do the thing. But See, man, honestly, what Deshaun got confused. He forgot to roll over. That's what it was. <laughs> he just stayed there face down. And she's like, "Well, going in." <laughs> but she's by like, that time, okay. she's like, "Okay, you roll over, Deshaun." He's like, "No, no." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Because another thing too that people don't realize is that at those parlors, like you got individuals. Who work there like managers? It's not for them to just like walk in the room to make sure that everyone's okay. Like, hey, are you okay? Need anything? It's okay. 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 Again, I I go to Massage Envy, the legitimate <laughs> place like that. Ain't no one ever ever walked in during a session. <laughs> ever. Hey, I would just look at my massage therapist and be like, two for one. <laughs> Rachel, look. Yeah, can I get the Rachel? The Nichols? Um, <laughs> here's the thing here's this thing like if you're okay with all of this don't get mad at me for asking what else you're okay with <laughs> right but like, if you're okay with this going on don't let me ask if your, your great aunt or grandma wants to get out of it like it's not my problem <laughs> yeah man it's um I believe yeah. they called it a velveteen rub in a <laughs> in America by <laughs> <laughs> Bring her on in here. I tip well. <laughs> but it's just like you'd be amazed on so many like athletes who like they that like it's a religion to go to those things and do whatever. Just say James Harden. Just just say it's James Harden. Be done. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention names, <laughs> but since you mentioned him, I mean, now with James Harden, I mean, you know, mm. hey, he's he got to get the hamstring there? worked. And what if he just goes in there? What if James just goes in there and is just like pissed off and like serious face the whole time, just throwing money, like not even like fucking with the girl, just like that's his place to clear his head and think. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like. <laughs> hey, everyone has to have a fortress of solitude. Absolutely. Hey, absolutely, and his is just surrounded by a bunch of naked women that cost him money. <laughs> Whatever, if you got it, who am I to tell you how to spend it? Hey, I, I go back to what um, Chuck said about his gambling addiction. Somebody said, "Hey, do you have you have a gambling problem?" It's like, "No, I can pay my bills. 
I have lots of money. I have a gambling addiction. It's a problem. It would only be a problem if I can't afford anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So we're going to switch gears for a little bit before we go completely off the rails. And BJ, I I need your opinion on Shikari Richardson. You need my opinion on it? Yes. Well, I mean, they're going to have Olympic weightlifting still. And I'm pretty sure none of those guys are clean. And they actually use performance enhancing drugs. And um, I don't think performance, I don't think weed's going to make you run faster. No. I think it's just stupid. And it's just another way to protect, project laws that shouldn't be in existence in other areas of people's lives. And, you know, I, I'm of the opinion that it weed should be completely legal. I mean, we, we know why it's illegal here in this country. I think we've, we've proven that. It should be completely legal. It should be legalized and regulated and just tax the crap out of Right. And but and, and it should be allowed in different athletic events, whether it's football, basketball, track, whatever. However, until it is legal, it is illegal. Oh and yeah, I'm not mad for what rules. happened. Yeah. I'm not mad for what happened because the rules are written. Yeah, the rules are stupid though. Oh yeah, no, don't don't get me wrong. The rules need to yeah. be changed, but until they are, it's like Elliot saying, "Hey, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna track down all the bootleggers, and when they repeal prohibition, I'm gonna have a drink." And did you know that cocaine? <laughs> you know that cocaine only stays in your system a few days, right? Yeah. So there's people that could be doing coke out there left and right. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if you ever seen, seen tape of the giant cocaine and Lawrence Taylor is a hell of a combination. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, if I was gonna give a sprint or anything, I'd give a little shot of cocaine. Be like, go do your thing, sweetheart. <laughs> my chest feels like it's gonna pump out of my chest. Yes, that's fine. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> Keep that feeling. It will explode if you don't run. It'd just be like, be like crank Jason Statham. Just, just keep going. Just keep no, going. Keep going. Yeah, that movie's crazy, bro. <laughs> that was crazy. But they made a sequel and it just wasn't as good. Yeah, yeah. Not like the original one. No. By the end of that, they exhausted the plot. Like you can't. You know, the first one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can't, like, it's done. We're done, guys. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. just not do this again. That's okay. I stopped watching movies because Hollywood's just a bunch of remakes and reruns and rewrites. And it's just mm-hmm. very few things are original ideas. Some oh, wait, of the wait. Best you... movies now. Some of the best movies are based on true stories. Yeah. But you're, you're telling me that Ocean's 8 wasn't a. a a, an original story wasn't a great original story none of the oceans they were fun because of the uh, ensemble cast but other than that i mean yes. after oceans 11 i was good yeah o- oceans 12 was was too much of a meta movie to even really be a movie and oceans 13 was like okay let's just end this we'll move on and then when they did oceans 8 i'm like this is stupid <laughs> yeah i didn't even know there was an 8 i stopped after 12 it was satisfying well the, the problem with 8 wasn't so much that the plot was was stupid it's the fact that they tried to do oceans 11 but with women yeah. and I, i'm okay with a gender swap if it makes sense and it just this didn't make sense. Have you seen the Ghostbusters movie? Unfortunately, I have. I refuse to see it. Yeah, I mean it's it's terrible. I just I knew that I didn't yeah. need to see that. And it bothers me so much because I like the actresses in it. I like Melissa McCarthy. And uh, I like uh, Kate. I can't think of her last name. I like them and their movies. Bridesmaids, one of the funniest movies that's been made in the past ten years. Kate McKinnon. Yes, thank you. She's funny. They're all I, funny. It's just like you don't have to sack. Like there's sacred cows and you don't sacrifice one of them for your for your advancement. Like no. write write your own piece, maybe a spin-off loosely tied to it. Okay, whatever. But like for the the movie that a lot of these adults have been waiting 30 years for, for you to do that to it, fuck you. Yeah. You're not getting a cent from me. Well, and I'll that's the thing, like had had they just written just a, an original movie, it would have been great. Because mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy is great in pretty much whatever she does. But they they well, tried they tried to shoehorn them into this franchise, and it just didn't work. Well, but see, here's the thing: 
one of the biggest things that absolutely hurt um, the Ghostbusters was Harold Ramis dying. Yes. And then I feel like that was the rudder of the franchise. And they took the rudder off and it just bounced around to see now. Well, at that point, you got to go, okay, you know, out of respect to him, let's just not do this. Right. Right. Or let the guys do it. You know yeah, what I mean? I, like that's that's the next logical step is let Ackroyd Murray and Ernie Hudson and yeah. let them sort it out. And they wanted to. The four of them wanted to do it, and it just could never get done. Well, I know Bill Murray got hot there for a little while. Steve uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou, Lost in Translation. Uh, so he was doing like good. He movies. was doing serious movies. Good like, movies. Lost in Translation too. was a fantastic movie. Yep. And Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou is pretty good too. It's super offbeat, but if you've never watched it, you sh- I, I think you should give it a shot. And the soundtrack is actually a Portuguese guy named Sue George, and he sings David Bowie songs all the time. Oh, wow. Which is absolutely crazy. So to hear uh, changes in Portuguese is nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think he's actually Brazilian, now that I think about it, but I could be wrong. But it's a good movie. It's, it's um I don't know, It's it doesn't even follow his life, but it's like a Jacques Cousteau character. Yeah. Like he's a explorer of the ocean great movie super offbeat though you got to be into that stuff well and, and i i find you kind of have to be like that to be into some of those movies you have to be in the mood for it like the, the yeah. hangover I, I love the hangover but i've got to be in the mood for it nah i can watch that bullshit anytime zach about <laughs> zach, zach galifianakis in that movie is awesome how he's just so out of it's almost like he is autistic mm-hmm. like he's on the spectrum somehow and he's so out of touch with reality you know what I mean? Where he just yeah. does his own thing and expects everybody else to keep up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it is great. I love that. I love Zach Galifianakis because that movie. That's great. And uh, that interview series behind two or between two ferns is hilarious too. Because I don't. I watched a little thing about, uh, behind the scenes thing on that. And I guess what the deal is is that um, they know that Zach's going to talk shit to him, but he doesn't tell him what. So you're actually getting the real reaction from these people. And he's just like laying into Jerry Seinfeld or laying into Steve Carell, whoever's sitting across from him is just getting the real business. They don't know what he's going to say to him. They just know he's going to talk shit. That's it. Well, see, that's it, excellent. And, and that, that proves a point that I've had is you can still be funny nowadays. You can still have comedies. You can still be funny. Just because you can't do racist comedies doesn't mean you can't be funny. Right. You, yeah, you just got to know what to do. Yeah. And, I, and I find these guys like, like Seinfeld, for example, that says, well, you can't, he can't play in a college town because everyone's so uptight. It's like, no. Your jokes are old. The jokes you're telling Uh, are 30 years old. Well, here's the thing, though. I believe stand-up comedy brings forth conversation about subjects that wouldn't otherwise be talked about. So I don't like limits being put on stand-up comedy. No, the the limits are placed by the audience. Yeah, and unfortunately, the audience is full of a bunch of soft fucks nowadays. That's point blank and period. (laughs) I know Adam and I were picked on growing up in school. I don't know if you were, Dory. But like, I don't know if I'd change too much of it as far as being picked on. Maybe I'd change the way I handled it, but um, I don't really think about it much. Well, and I, I, I find that there's a difference between being picked on and being bullied. Hounded, yeah. yes. And, yeah. and unfortunately, nowadays, there really is no difference. There's zero tolerance across the board. But I think there, there has to be a, a distinction of, okay, you're being picked on for whatever reason. And how you overcome that and how you counter that is going to determine how you're going to be an adult. And there's also being bullied. And yes, that is completely different. See, that's like with stand-up comedy. 
I'm kind of okay with Louis C.K. You know, you're yeah, kind of okay with Louis C.K. pulling his dick out and jerking in front of people. I mean, she could have got up and left. He's definitely, she definitely shouldn't have done it. She didn't have to sit there either. Now, I'm not saying she shouldn't have reported it, and it wasn't a sexual assault. It's all of those things. I'm saying just get the fuck up and walk out, though. That would probably help the case a bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, but she was probably also worried about her job. Uh, yeah, I got you. Anyways, back to the non, not the non jacking off part. Um, <laughs> he attacks everybody. Those yes. people, if as long as you attack everybody your race and your people included, whatever that may be, I'm cool with it. As long as you, you lay into everybody with the same amount of venom. If you hate everybody, I'm cool with it. But if you're, if you're just going to pick and choose, that's what I got problem. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It like, it, yeah, it, it's equal opportunity. Yeah. Equal opportunity, asshole. If you're going to go up there on stage and just lay into everybody, I'm 100% behind you. Yeah. I'll buy tickets. I'll laugh. I'll watch your specials. I'll show my and friends. I, I think that's where people like Michael Richards kind of fell into a, a hole is that they didn't pick on everyone. They picked on one category. Oh, no. Michael Richards had a mental breakdown on stage and just started calling a dude the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that's a totally different category. Fair enough. Um, but like one of Chris Rock's best bits. Oh, it's for the, the black people versus. Yes, that's what Willie Tadorian comes. One of the best bits that Chris Rock ever did was yeah. describing the difference between black people and, and such and such. Yeah, and others. Yeah. And that everybody loved that bit. Yeah, universally, that was universally well received. But see, Chris will talk about everybody. Yeah, that's why it's cool. That's yeah. why I never really got offended by Louis C.K. George Carlin hates everybody. That's why I can listen to him. Like I don't remember too much racist comedy from George Carlin. Maybe when he was older or younger, excuse me, in the seventies. But in the nineties, during his specials in two thousand, I don't remember it. But even it was in more seventies, I don't, I don't remember him saying like it wasn't over the top racist. He, uh... he may have dropped the N word every so often, but I don't think it was. I don't want to say it wasn't racist, but I don't think he meant it as a racist trope I, yeah so i've i've never heard him say it i, I never I've, heard him say that i'm not gonna say he never a lot of, yeah right. I, I can't say that but i've listened to a lot of george carlin and i, I haven't heard right. him say it. Right, right i never heard him say it i like the other guy from seinfeld the richards guy well we, we're just talking about that and he he had a mental breakdown and just called somebody the n-word there was no yeah. black repeatedly people. there was no joke about the black community or anything like that it was just yeah insult time to fight type deal but you're not a stand-up comedian. You're Kramer. Just get the fuck off the stage. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Well, and again, seeing up comedy is very variety. And I mean, you, 30 years ago, it was funny to smash a watermelon on the stage. So yeah, I somebody said that's racist. What? Like, yeah, <laughs> who's smashing watermelon? Hold on, smashing Gallagher smashes watermelon is racist. Yeah, yeah that, that's region. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like it's ESPN clickbait things. Like I'm just sitting here and like that was one of the coolest things. Him walking around, pacing back and forth on the stage of that map. You never know when it's coming. You just right. don't know. Well, see, the know. thing with that is, and it was just watermelon. It was like everything. Anything right, was everything. that was squish. Anything that was squish. Bag of yeah. tomatoes right. didn't matter. I always wanted to be in the front row. <laughs> I always wanted to eat it. Plastic and everything. <laughs> Dave Chappelle skit of Gallagher is hilarious. You guys seen that? I don't think I have. Oh man, it was on his um, it was on special. I think it was season one, and he was like the black Gallagher. He was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious you gotta watch it i think it's first season of chappelle show <laughs> you know he got a show back right really yeah uh he got <laughs> he asked his fans not to uh watch it on netflix to drive the price down he wound up getting it back that's right that's right <laughs> i feel classic man 
uh, he walked away from what 50 million can you blame him like he was burned out he was like just burned out I, it, that's kind of one of the things that endeared me to dave Chappelle is for him to just take his mental health over everything else and be like, i'm done with this shit like i yeah. he, he felt like he was starting to be more of a damage than he was entertainment to the community and and that's something that more people need to take seriously like your mental health is more important than any kind of yeah. money i mean mm-hmm. e- even aaron Rodgers has said look look i stepped away because i had to get right in my head and when he said that i was like whoa i didn't know that that was going on mm-hmm. and, and we as a society need to take that more seriously why you socialist <laughs> I, yeah i'm just a big city liberal just using your brain and shit <laughs> <laughs> so uh real quick speaking of aaron Rodgers, do you really think that he's going to get traded i don't think there's teams out there that have the assets to trade for him it's been awful quiet yeah it's been I, awful quiet. I, I i told you guys when it happened during the draft that they rope-a-dope denver and they're they're just not going to trade him now now i think if he sits out a couple a couple games and they start losing they will definitely negotiate something but if if they start 2-0 and jordan loves playing well he, he just won't come back because i i think i'm trying to see who they the first two games i think they're like first two games against detroit yeah the first two games are at at New Orleans and Detroit. If if Jordan Love can win those games, Rodgers isn't coming back. Hmm. You're saying things. I, I do that sometimes. <laughs> and some, sometimes I'm actually heard. Doesn't mean it makes sense. I just people actually listen to me. <laughs> just the Aaron Rodgers thing. Like his ego's got to have a big part in this. Yes. Like, but my question is, does he know that? Well, it, it goes back to the, the Ben Simmons thing. You have to want to change. I don't think he wants to change. And I don't think he cares. You know, yeah, he might, you know, pitch a little fit in Green Bay and they might trade him. But if they don't, what what's it going to take? I mean, he's either going to retire or he's going to play. It's not like they can change their team mid-season. Mm. I mean, they're not trading for Julio Jones. It's just it's just not the way it's going to be. Your team is who, who they are, whether it's Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers back there. And so, yeah, he, you know, Aaron can go out to Hollywood and, and date his, you know, 20-something-year-old girlfriend. Who, fine, whatever. He, he doesn't care. He's got the money. Mm-hmm. He's got the name. He's, he's got the State Farm commercial, so who cares? I don't want him hosting Jeopardy. No, that's LeVar Burton's job. That's, I'm Anyone fine with that. Yeah. Anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Alex, Alex, Alex DeBrecht had just a little touch of douchebag. Just a touch. <laughs> where, if you, where if you do something terrible, answer, make a mistake, where he kind of snip at you. Aaron Rodgers has too much douchebag in him. Well, too much. Alex DeBrecht had that Canadian douchebag in him, where it was subtle. Yeah, subtle. But he was pretty, like, blunt. He, he had his blunt moments where it's like... <laughs> Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Trebek. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's Jeopardy needs to be hosted by LeVar Burton and Aaron Rodgers needs to retire. I, I, I've decreed it so it will not happen. Why? You think you're going to win two more games a year without Aaron Rodgers there? Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't see who's who's winning the game. I can't see behind you. Oh, they were up eight or nine when I just turned around a second ago before they went to commercial. Okay. The Suns? Yeah. They are the Suns. Yeah, they okay, are. Uh, ooh, they're up thirteen. Yes, sixty-five, fifty-two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. This is the curse of Sandlot Sports. So because the Suns are winning, they're probably gonna lose the series. That's just kind of how this works. <laughs> Damn, it seems yeah. like it seems like every, every time we talk about how, how great a team is on, on this podcast, like the next day something horrible happens. Because if you if y'all remember, we were um, recording when Game Five of the Nets Bucks series happened, and KD went off. They didn't win another game. Oh, we were right. we were talking about how Brad Stevens you know wasn't fit for for whatever, and then magically he's GM the next day. Yeah, and then I think it was like 
like last week we were talking about um, Milwaukee and Giannis got hurt. Yeah. So I, I think I think we just we just curse whoever we talk about whenever the, whenever the game's on. Even Michigan yeah. lost. You do remember when we started this podcast that we talked about no Dora Domus' football season, right? <laughs> right. Okay, I'm just making sure that make sure that we remember that. Look, look man, as long as as long as Dora Domus, you know, don't get pissed off, man, he won't he won't come out. Well, uh, well I, I know that. I mean, <laughs> by, by week four, he's gonna be pretty pissed. <laughs> Edward Thomas is going to start talking crap about the Cowboys, and BJ's going to drive you know, <laughs> drive down to Sanford. No. Yo, speaking of, so it's funny you guys no, no, that. No, 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 <laughs> no. Anything you say from this point on has to be cleared by me. No, here we are, right? <laughs> so, so I have another friend. He's like a Boston Celtics fan, like diehard, right? Poor and guy. I, and earlier this year, he said something about the Magic when I was a Magic fan, and I said, <laughs> "I'm a free agent now." <laughs> I, know, right? I'm free agent. I said, "I said, Jordan predicts that Kimba Walker is going to be MVP, dude." <laughs> to this day, he's like, "Dude, fuck you." And he says that every time I bring up the Celtics, and 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 honestly, dude, like it's like I've had people who like, cause you know, like it's like I be playing, I be bullshitting. I mean, people like, yo, man, don't be saying that shit. You play too like, much. <laughs> you know yeah, like <laughs> like me and Wayne Taylor and Paul Nesbitt. Don't even shut up. <laughs> you don't ever listen. Paul, I mean, threatened Paul. I, no, I was about to say. I, I'm pretty sure Paul threatened you. And I don't think you know, of all the people you could be threatened by from Leesburg High School. I'm pretty sure Paul's like on the top three of the ones you don't want to be threatened. By. <laughs> right. Okay. So like, <laughs> take Paul's advice, or I'm gonna tell Paul. <laughs> Paul already threatened me. Paul was like. Paul's like, come on, bro. I don't want to fuck you up, man. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Quit talking about my team. That's what I'm talking about. And I think I think Wayne Taylor gave you one of the come on, bros. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, he did. Like, <laughs> 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 it's just seeing how how dude, we are so like like so invested in the team to where like even like playful shit is like it's not cool, right? It's not playful. Know- <laughs> you have a horrible record of of predicting shit and it going horribly the other way. Like we can matter of fact, fuck it, make your predictions. I need to make some money. I'm betting against you all year. It doesn't work that way. It, when Dora Jones feels it, he comes. Bullshit. Bullshit. It would have last year if I had bet. <laughs> I'm start, I'm Did Dora Dama say something about Dak last year? Is that what happened? I don't Not talk yet. About it. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> By the end of this year, he's going to have two shit quarterbacks on his team, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> One's going to play tight end. Now they'll both be playing oh, tight end by then. God. <laughs> you get Heinz Ward out of retirement. Mm. Cordell Stewart. <laughs> a, little, a little slash out there. <laughs> Achilles Smith. Mm. Oh damn, you going deep in the pocket? You might as well say mm. Dennis Dennis Dixon. Ooh, <laughs> oh, you in Oregon? <laughs> mm. Hey, I remember watching the game where his career just got destroyed when they ran him out too early yeah. in college, and we all knew like, okay, something's wrong with his knee, and then you just saw his ACL just go out, and then oh, his career God. was over. I feel bad for the kid. Man. Yep. Yeah, well, Chip, and, Chip Kelly's all worried about player health and stuff, but let's put a guy with a wobbly knee out there. <laughs> and this is why these kids need the, the name image and like this money. Yeah. This is why these kids need agents when they're 18 so they can navigate their coach's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. No, your knee's partially torn. You're going to sit. I don't give a fuck what you say, Chip. The kid's sitting. Right. I don't care. I'm. 
this mentality of this country of I didn't have it, so they should. Is that not the most like backwards, archaic, dark age concept in the face of the fucking mm-hmm. earth? Well, it's, no, no, it's I be- can't grasp that. I want kids to go to college for free. Right. I would love for the kids to have the ability to do what I wasn't able to. Absolutely. Well, excellent. It, it, it's it's a narcissistic ego thing. Is I don't want you to be better than me. Yeah. Well, fuck you. Work harder. And so like <laughs> pull yourself up with your bootstraps. Yeah, pull your and save more money, just like the government tells you to do and your employer tells you to do. Eat dicks. Sick of that shit. It's, it's such a it's such a stupid, stupid concept. Well, I, 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 you I, can't I, have it because I didn't. How's that? How do you go forward in any capacity? I like the one thing. It's like, well, you save up for a down payment on a house if you just you know, stop buying lattes every day. Okay. So if I stop buying a two dollar and fifty cent latte every day, how bucks. many days yeah. Yeah. How many days would it take me to get the $20,000 down payment that I need? Yeah, you got 1000 bucks after a year. Thanks. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm, eating my, I'm drinking my lattes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's a sensitive subject for me. I don't understand how you're supposed to have progress. The whole, I don't want them to have free college. Well, I did not. I had to do this. Do you know these athletes don't get fed on Saturday and Sunday? They have to figure it out themselves, but they can't have jobs. Right. Yeah. Right. And you want your fellow athletes to deal with that? Well, you're kind of a piece of shit, aren't you? Yes. Yes, they are. Like, it's so frustrating to me. And, and the idea that, oh, we can't tax billionaires. Bullshit. Yes, we can. You know, I, I actually ran the numbers. I was doing a What do you mean tax billionaires? They are taxed and they do everything they can to avoid it. Yeah, they, they spend millions so they don't have to pay millions. It's the mm-hmm. dumbest exactly. thing ever. And then they say the IRS comes out and says, well, we chase the, the lower tax bracket because it's, it's cheaper for us and they get results out of it. Because you don't, you aren't funded properly to take do the effort necessary to tax the the people that have the more paperwork. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that right there is proof that it's rigged against the little guy. Mm. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's well, the fact is, the fact that that Jeff Bezos can get away with paying zero in taxes, zero is disgusting. Well, I mean, he retired at a good time for him, didn't? He? Yeah. Can can we shoot him off into space and just leave him there? The labor problems he left in the middle of that. He left in the middle of a. Uh, Increasing wages. He left in the middle of uh, what else? Well, I know they're trying to unionize. Yeah, there's a monopoly. There's a monopoly here coming up. I want to yeah. bet. Oh yeah. Well, and I, I think it's funny that I, I, the, the statistic that I saw that if Amazon keeps going through the turnover the, the way they're doing, in five years they're going to run out of workers. Oh wow. Because that they, would be they hilarious. Burn, they burn through people so quickly that no one wants to go back. Like when, so, once once you've had your turn on Amazon, I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm like, that's like dating the crazy woman. I'm not going back. That's <laughs> what they do at my job. I got my brother a job up there and I was like, man, let's let's see if he can handle it. You know, give him a day. And I'm thinking, give him one of my days. A bad day for me. I worked like eight o'clock. That's yeah. like a bad day. So I'm thinking, give him one of those days. These sons of bitches had him work all day till six o'clock. Go home, take a shower, drive to South Carolina. Ooh. Dang. They will run you in the ground if you let them. That's why they don't like me because I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I come to work every day, but there's just certain things you're not going to do. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. Like these managers just do not care. Like do not care at all. No. I'll, and and my, some do. Some care about their about their employers and their employees. Yeah. Mine are home with a beer in their hand by two o'clock every day. No, no. See, when, and when I'm a manager, I mean, whether it's a project manager or a manager on the line, I am there with my people. Mm. You know, I, I, I tell all of my developers, all of my essays every day, what do you need? Tell me what you need and I will get it. If you need me to go get you coffee, I will do it. I don't care. I'm here for See, you. That's when I've ever been put in a leadership position. That's what I look at. It's like, it's my job to make everybody around me's job easier. Yes. I don't have to do their job for them, but my job is to assist them doing their job. It is, okay. it is my job to make sure that you are in the right position to do your job and you have everything I, you need to do your job. Yes. How can I get this done faster and more efficiently for everybody? 
What yep. can I do to make that happen? Because at, at the end of the day, as a manager, it comes down to me. Did I did my team get the work done? Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So exactly. if I if I can put my team in the position to get the work done better, then that's it. And again, if it's okay, we got to be here at three o'clock in the morning doing an implementation. Okay, fine. Do you want me to brew a pot of coffee? Do you want me to go, you know, go get you guys breakfast? What do you need? I can't do the hands and keyboard coding work, but I can do anything else. Yeah. I can keep you alive and happy or somewhat yep. happy. Yep. At least not disgruntled. Exactly. You know, no, but the me, whole the whole job is you to get the boat across the ocean. Yep, you have to get it. the boat across the ocean. Mm -hmm. You have to and keep the contents in it safe. As long as you can do that, most of your employees will like you. Yes. Now there are, there are some people that you just will butt heads with, and that's just the way things are going to be. But even like, if they're professional, they will work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, oh, I don't like Adam, but I'll sure as fuck work with him. Yep. I, I've had people flat out say, like, I do not like his his attitude. I mean, I just I, we don't get along. But when it comes to working on our projects, I know he'll get shit done. And so we're, we're good. Like, OK. Well, yeah. Managers aren't here to go along with you anyways. That's a, that's right. another misconception. I made the mistake of that one of my first jobs, thinking the managers were my friends until nope. it's find out time for them to show me. It's like, oh, yep. OK, fuck me, right? Like, <laughs> 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 and they're like, "Yep, <laughs> yeah." But I, I'm, I, I, look, I look back at the first job I ever had when I worked at Save a Lot there in town, the, the Save a Lot there on Twenty Seven. So, and the different managers I had. So, going forward, we have managers that would get on the lines with you. They would get on the registers. They would stock with you. They would do whatever they needed to do to make sure that store ran. And then you have other managers that would tell you what to do and go back and, and quote unquote count money or whatever the hell they would do. Now, fast forward 10 years when I went back for the, our 10 year high school reunion, the managers that I saw that were on the lines helping people and doing whatever, they moved on. They moved on to bigger and better things. Those that were sitting there count, counting in the back were still there. Yeah. And it just, it shows you if you're willing to help, if you're willing to work with people, that mentality will take you far. For sure. And that's For something sure. that needs to be taught in schools is it's subservient leadership. You are there to help your people. You don't understand how much lot easier life's going to be if you manage like that. Yes. Is that people are going to want to do things for you. They'll yep. feel like they feel like they should. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like they'll be a little, you didn't even guilt them or it'll be themselves and how they were raised guilting them into doing things for you. Cause like, man, you know, he always takes care of me. He's always looking out for us. Even if I don't like his personality, he's still doing his shit. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I had a BA at, at a previous job that when I was a, a PM there, this woman would literally run through a wall from me if I asked her to, because I was always there for her. I'd always back her up. Whenever we were on calls, I would always give her which, whatever she needed. So when I said, Hey, can you, can you do this for me? Yes. When do you need it? Do you need, uh, you know, I need it tomorrow. Okay. Well, I can get to you today. Okay, cool. Because if you're, if you are willing to help people out and again, defend your people and have their back, yeah. they will do whatever you ask. The key to that is having defendable employees. Yes. <laughs> well, that's trust me. If, <laughs> I've seen somewhere just like, no, they did it. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that's the thing. If, if you fuck up, I'm going to call you out myself. Mm. But if if you did something right and someone else disagrees, no, I will back you up to, to the cows come home. Yeah, absolutely. And you could also translate that into coaching too, right? Just oh, yeah. Like, you know, if you know how to, you know, galvanize your players to be able to get the, like the, the best of their skill set, you know what I mean? And, and, and we, I, and we actually, we've been talking about it the past couple of episodes about, you know, high school coaches and things of that nature and how, like, they, like, as far as their leadership, like, leadership also includes development, right? It's not yes. just, 
hey, you know, you got to want it. You understand third? No, you have to actually teach them how to obtain it. it yeah. it's, I, it's I had a manager tell me one time that my goal is for none of y'all to be here in five years. My goal is to have you guys move on and, and be better and improve yourself. And again, that goes back to high school coaches, to college coaches. You know, your job as a college and high school coach is to mold those players so that they are better people. You ever listen to players, but better people. Listen- you ever listen to Gary Vaynerchuk? Gary V? You ever heard of him? Yes, I'm sorry. Have you have you ever heard of sorry, Gary Vayner, Vaynerchuk? Gary Vaynerchuk yeah, or Gary I've, I've heard of him. I've heard of him he, before. He's a businessman and he does motivational stuff, but he's basically said this several times where like investing in your employees is going to get you so much further than it is for you to separate yourself from. Them. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Like there you have to still be a manager and do manager things, but the more time you spend with your employees the better. And he said, one of, to speak to your point, he said um, that you shouldn't be mad by turn. You shouldn't be mad by people leaving if they're leaving for better situations. Absolutely. You should be worried if people leave your job for worse situations. That's what you should be worried about. Yeah. He said, but if people are leaving your job to improve themselves, you should market that. You should tell people that, that hey, look, we're, we're trying to be a jumping, a jumping off point for your career and this, that, and the other. He goes, all you're going to do is breed talent that way. You'll always have talent in your office and you'll always put talent out. Yeah, in, in an office environment where there's cubicles and offices for, for managers, you can tell who's a good manager and who's not just by walking in and sitting there for an hour. Because mm-hmm. you can tell the managers that have the doors open and the managers that yeah. have the doors closed. Because and who managers takes a lap? Have, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who takes a lap every once in a while yep. and checks up on people? Yep. And not in like the creepy, like, bus boy waiting to get your plate kind of way either. <laughs> you know, and I, I had a manager that at least once a day would come by my my little cubicle and say hey i'm going for a cup of coffee do you want to come with me Mm -hmm. and i wasn't the only one they would do that with but they would do it with everyone one at a time it's like hey i'm going to go for a drink or hey i'm going to go to the cafeteria i'm going to go for coffee you know invite them to walk with you so you just get to know them better and it makes them it makes them feel a little better too exactly you cared for a minute which is more than most (laughs) you know and and to your point it doesn't feel like you're going to run them into the ground you don't feel like a piece of meat to them boy boy make me want to quit (laughs) 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 or at least have a really hilarious conversation before i do yep well see they don't offer insurance so We were working on these cables that hold up these 400-pound trailer doors one day. They're like 300 pounds, but when you're tired, it feels um, And they're prone to snapping or Ooh. whiplashing Yeah, if they're frayed or whatever. So we're in there working on one, and I'm my manager and the owner just standing off the side. And I, I backed up, and I looked at him, and I was like, man, y'all can afford a hospital trip. Why don't you get in here? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. stuff like that. It just entertains me. Yep. Yeah, so – that uh, I don't worry about him hearing too much because the only one that would listen to my podcast is the guy that wants me to listen to his podcast but hasn't listened to ours. And I'm just like, I don't know if I can get down with that. No, it, it's a it's a reciprocal thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, I, go ahead. No, I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel the need to do it. Yeah. Now, if if you give us a listen, I will gladly listen to you. If you contribute to our Patreon, I will gladly contribute to yours. By the way, um, we are officially a professional podcast now. Ooh. I think I told you guys that over the weekend so yeah. we we had somebody contribute to Holy our patreon moly. account i know and well, well official and shit <laughs> official we don't know so. appreciate that that's a that's a weird feeling i know right somebody pays to listen to me talk about stuff i like talking about yeah look at that <laughs> mostly i just get told to go the fuck home oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, I talked to one of my customers uh, this week and she was like, uh, she's like, yeah, I think I'm leaving Florida. We're going to Portland. 
And I was like, oh, man, that's nice. She goes, a little too liberal for me. And I was like, oh, I never would have guessed. <laughs> like, jeez. <laughs> well, that's okay. Like, my my ex-mother-in-law, who's, like, super liberal and also, like, super airheady, um, she she willingly, willingly moved to Leesburg. Oh, wow. And now, and now like, hates every. And hates everything she sees now. It, she was like, I don't know if I can get along with the people here. I was like, oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been this long time and we still struggle with getting along with people here. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to get one of these dating apps to start my targets in Orlando, Gainesville, and Tampa. I'm like, screw this shit. That's yeah. Dang. Like, everywhere around here, it's like, who'd you vote for? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you have a red why do you have a red hat? Exactly. Uh, have, 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 and, you? and look, one of my friends was like, Well, you can't you can't uh you can't go by their political beliefs. And I was like, if they're wrong about that, what else are they wrong about? Right. Like what else am I gonna have to deal with? Yeah. These are simple. Yeah. these are basic, simple things that we're talking about. Nothing complicated. Okay. Has the red hat replaced the Eddie Bauer shirt? It's just okay. I know you're a douchebag just by what you're wearing. So, mm. <laughs> and and not to mention, I we would, have what? Oh no, I'm just saying. You know those fishing shirts, the FCG oh, yeah. fishing shirts. I feel like the red hats replaced those. Oh okay. That's how you locate a douchebags if there's no boat to be seen and they're in an Olive Garden with a fishing shirt. You're like, oh, Ed Harvey. Got yes, mm-hmm. yes. Any of those is a. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're probably still driving their dad's old F two fifty. Yeah, it's crazy, there, man. Like one one person from there questioned if I was Black Lives Matter because because I support interracial marriages. I'm yeah, Black Lives Matter because I'm black and I don't want to die. <laughs> Thank you. And I and 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 then they were like and then and then they were like, well, well, you know, well, you know, it's two, it's, it's two BLMs, right? You 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 got Black Lives Matter, the organization that's owned by uh, George Soros, and then you got the other Black Lives Matter to where they're upset because uh, of how things are going in America. I said, okay. I said, I said, overall, I said, I think the main sentiment is, hey, you know what? You know, most Black people, if not all, don't want to be mistreated because of the color of their skin. We just want a chance to be able to you know get the same opportunities and not have to worry about no. my skin color being no hey, that's called being that's called being uppity <laughs> hey critical race theory critical race theory I know, right? oh my God. Theory, right? crt shut it down shut it down <laughs> I, so, I, I, i'm still so trying to figure out like how like texas is going to teach about the constitution and u.s history oh, and oh, 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 <laughs> i'll oh, tell you what too. like how is that going to work <laughs> Do you know when I became okay with interracial relationship? First time I laid eyes on Halle Berry, I was like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with it. It's the most natural thing that's ever to be natural. Dude, mine, when I was a kid, I had the biggest crush on Gina Davis, bro. Gina Davis? Movie to fly? Gina Davis. Boy, she's probably still taller than you. <laughs> no, she, she's everybody like 5'11", 6 foot. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah, she's tall. Her, um, Helen Hunt, I loved her. You know, there's something weird about Helen Hunt. There's like a weird, she's like a weird, like untouchable kind of sexy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't want me and I know it, but. <laughs> yeah, man. So I was like, oh. Gina Davis is six foot. Yeah. yeah and yeah. realistically, had she not done that stupid pirate movie, she'd probably still be acting. Yeah. Yeah. What is she, she like, 65 or something? She was great in Beetlejuice. That's okay. No, Meryl Streep is still 60 or 70 and she's still making movies. Yeah. Dale. Oh, no, no. Wait, no. No. 
Dorian was not thinking about making movies. <laughs> well, making Dorian's kind of movies. Yeah, there we go. She is 65 years old. Yeah, I do. 65. Number does not matter to me at all. It's just, just a number. Just a number. <laughs> Tell you, every every three or four weeks, I come across somebody at work. I'm like, holy shit. What did, you look, what did you look like at 40? What did you look like at 30? And what did you look like at 20? I couldn't even imagine. You probably just melt, probably just melt the earth when you walk, <laughs> dude. My my first job out of college, I worked for Kirchman, the Kirchman Corporation, which became Avante. Our CEO was a former Miss Texas. Word. Well, I was like, you did well for yourself. <laughs> well, use that scholarship wisely. <laughs> yeah, said everything's bigger in Texas. Yep, and one of the nicest ladies you'll ever meet. Now you cross her, you're you're dead, but super nice and super intelligent those people worry me because they're just hiding something they're actually bastards <laughs> no i'm serious like and they just get they're just waiting for you to allow them to let it out that that's the problem like i, like I said don't cross them when, some, when someone's like that do not get on their bad side i don't look at it like that i look at it like how mad can you get because if you're just gonna if well, you gonna just want to challenge it i'm trying to figure <laughs> out like if you're such a good person how can you cross these lines just because you get angry fair enough exactly you see what i'm saying so you're not really that good of a person you're just good at wearing the mask and there's nothing i like to do more than the scooby-doo thing at the end of the show pull the fucking mask off i what, love, what is, what is I love doing the, the, that shit i get a semi every time i do it what is this the, the, the south park bono, <laughs> uh, bono thing how can you be such a great person and still be a piece of shit because you are a piece of shit Yes, you are. I know you are. And I'll, like we had this girl that came into Oakwood and started to uh, work with us and uh, she has some contacts in. First of all, she walked in and she was super nice to everybody. But what I noticed, it was a problem. She was going up to other servers tables and rubbing their back, the customer's back and saying, oh, you should come sit with me sometime. Come sit mm-hmm. in my section. So she's like nope. creeping on regular. Oh. So I walk in. I don't know if you've ever worked in a restaurant, but the servers and the cooks will fight until somebody new fucks with either one of them. And then like the servers and cooks unite and then it's a real problem for everything. So what happened is when I noticed that I walked out, I walked out and they started telling me, oh, she's doing this, she's doing that. And I said, don't worry, I'll find the real her. It's just going to take me about a week. Mm -hmm. So we sat there and she came in with these super blue contacts. And I was like, those are fake. I'm going to comment on them. I said, your contacts are wonderful. She goes, oh, no, these are my real eyes. I was like, sure they are. Your contacts are wonderful. (laughs) <laughs> so she had a, a long name and uh, i didn't pronounce it very well I, I had a hard time with it really because i'd only heard it twice so i mispronounced it and she corrected me but she was so fucking rude about it and i was like mm, don't worry it won't matter in two weeks anyways she goes, <laughs> she goes what's that supposed to mean i'm not a manager my name is the cook she goes what's that supposed to mean and i was like what are you talking about and i just walked away <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i caught her going up to the server's tables again and a couple days later i was like hey you can't be doing that you're gonna cause a real problem here and she was like you're just always after me blah, blah 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 so she got mad at me raised her voice i let it all happen and just walked away and then the next day i heard she was gonna go talk to management so i walked in and i said hey you know i heard you were gonna talk to management about our little confrontation i think you should she goes what so i think you should go talk to him you know, I don't want you to have any bad feelings or anything. She's like, you know, don't worry about it. Since you came and talked to me, I'm not going to go talk to you. I'm like, Jedi mind trick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I got out of it. I just, got the whole, I just like to pull it out of them. I don't know. It's, it's a very bad habit. It caused me to waste hours of my week. It's so fucking entertaining. I, 
it's so entertaining. It's just like the end of a Scooby Doo episode where you just snatch the mask off. It's like I know you. <laughs> so, I, Jeremy, I think with that, I think we can conclude for for the week. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. This is this has for been sure, Sandlot man. Sports. Everyone, have a good one. Peace. You too, Rachel Nichols. You too. Have a good one. <laughs> Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.